Tash. And I'm Damo. And together, we're here to bring you another episode of The Barry, the Barry Chronicles. Thanks so much for, uh, for joining us on this. Yeah, that's okay. Congratulations, yeah. first off, on making such a huge decision. Um, yeah, it was definitely a big one. <laughs> that, that really is extraordinarily courageous. Can you, can you talk us through how that, how that happened, like how you came to decide that it was something that you wanted to do? Um, I guess I've struggled with my weight like most of my childhood, so it's not something that's like foreign to me. Yeah. And I guess I'd been kind of surrounded by people that had had weight loss surgery um, and it was actually my mum that came to me with the idea. Like she didn't push it on me or anything, but she just kind of said, you know, this is an option and we'd support you financially and like emotionally if this is something you wanted. Um, Yay for mothers. (laughs) Yeah, I know. She's the best. But yeah, so that's kind of how it came to be. And then I sat with it for a little while. And then um, after a few months, I was kind of pretty determined that that was something I wanted to follow through with. And yeah, we made it happen. So yeah. Yeah. that's so that's so great that's so, when when you said that you were surrounded by people that have had weight loss surgery are there a few people in your family that have gone down that route or friends or ah uh, friends yeah not not my not much my family but i just have known people that have had it so yeah and you were seven is that is it correct you were 17 yeah, I was 17. I was in grade 12, um, midway through grade 12. Wow, what, what, what a time to, um, you know, to undertake that. Obviously, um, growing up, I was also a bigger, a bigger person mm-hmm. and I found my school years pretty challenging. I know that Damo can... Yeah, um, yeah. kids were pretty cruel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you have much of that? Um, look, I think I definitely got a little bit lucky with, um, with some of that, but like, obviously there's components that I can remember, but a lot of it, I probably tried to block out. So I don't have a great memory of it, to be honest with you, but it probably definitely happened at some point. Yeah. I'd say primary school is probably crueler. Um, yeah, great. <laughs> people are a little bit more sensitive to weight now, I think. So I, I, I probably got a little bit lucky in high school with, I also just surrounded myself with good people, so that probably helped too. So, Do you know what? Damo and I often talk about that, about how your generation and younger, you are you're just beautiful humans, so <laughs> much kinder yeah. uh, than, than the generation. I, I firmly believe than, than um, what we grew up in anyway. Look, it's yes and no, hey. Like sometimes... Uh, I find that people that are a little bit older can be a bit more understanding, but then I think that um, my generation are definitely more sensitive to certain things. So, yeah, yeah I, I totally agree with that. What weight loss surgery did you actually have? I had a gastric sleeve. That's what the surgeon recommended for me at that age, but I'm actually in the process of going through to have a revision because of reflux. So. I'm a little bit regretful of what one I chose to have, but again, I was just following their advice. So, yeah. Yeah. So, would you be um, potentially heading down the path of a mini or a full bypass? I'm thinking full. Yeah. Uh, but again, I will 
listen to what they recommend for yeah, me. Yeah, uh, the first time around, they were just hesitant in regards to if I wanted to have children, the pregnancies being more high risk with a bypass than a sleeve. But yeah. uh, look, at this point in my life, that's not something I really think about. And I think yeah. that, you know, medicine and everything's come a long way that there's definitely things that can support you through pregnancy after having yeah. a bypass. And I know people that have had pregnancies after bypass. So, yeah. yeah. And reflux is horrible. It is. Oh, yeah. It's That's terrible. Really it's not something I had before, so. Uh, yeah, that would be really hard. I, I had reflux before and then having it after and it's just wrecked my teeth and mm. that would be the my biggest regret about the sleeve would yeah. would be the so yeah. good on you for um for speaking up and going you know you're going to do something about it because yeah, you're absolutely. way too young to yeah. to be living with reflux yeah <laughs> yeah so weight loss surgery during school <laughs> how did you how did you manage that like I mean Year 12 especially, it's such a huge workload. Yeah, look, I think to understand how I did that, you have to kind of understand a little bit about my history. So I have a lot of health problems and have had extensive surgery in the past. So I've definitely become well-adjusted, well, had come well-adjusted to, um, I guess, schooling from distance. (laughs) Like I was enrolled on campus, but I had to adjust to basically teach myself everything because I've been sick my entire life. So I, yeah, have spent a lot of time in and out of hospital having to kind of learn from a distance. So that wasn't really something I struggled with. The Probably the biggest thing I struggled with having weight loss surgery that was different to all the other times I'd had to have time off was because of the um, diet, incorporating the diet phases and going back to school. Like, and when I wasn't sure whether I wanted to be open about it yet and how who I wanted to tell at school that I'd had it done. It was kind of hard to hide when you're eating pureed food in front of your friends. They're going to yeah. kind of question what's going on. So I had to be pretty open from the start with, you know, my immediate circle. Um, but, yeah, then I decided, and you know, I'm not going to keep good this about a secret. It? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I was surrounded by – I honestly have had no – comments from anybody if I've had any comments from anyone it's from like older people but yeah no one none of my friends have ever like said anything ill about my decision so yeah I think that 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 that, yeah it's just wonderful it really really is and obviously with you having those um those other medical issues schooling by distance has just become something that that obviously you were very good at so well done on that too we have, um, in our family, we have um, kids that currently school by distance, that have always schooled by distance, and my own children actually schooled by distance for seven years. So oh, wow, okay, so you know it, yeah. you know it well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. So I, so I totally understand that that particular type of um, type of schooling, and also um, how motivated of a young person you obviously are uh, to be able to do that so well yourself. Yeah, yeah, thank you. No, it was definitely an interesting time in life. <laughs> so thinking about um, 
the the weight loss surgery and that what do you think your challenges around food were after weight loss surgery um biggest challenge definitely mental like the whole you know I'm actually not hungry I don't need to eat type of thing like it was just by habit that I ate at certain times of the day and I was like oh I've got to be a little bit more intuitive now and not just eat because I can um so that was definitely probably my biggest barrier was yeah having to follow the the actual physical cues instead of the mental you know you've got to eat now oh um, it's 12 o'clock I must be hungry I know. yeah and it was just an emotional thing too like food was definitely my coping mechanism like so trying to deal with going through like emotional and physical turmoil without turning to food as a coping mechanism and having to find other ways to cope with things so yeah that was probably my biggest adjustment with food and still is like it's still something that I have to actually think about sometimes and yeah yeah not not an overnight thing is it no it's not so what, what sort of coping mechanisms do you use now well I never used to be much of a cooker but I love to cook and feed other people now that's probably my biggest one but yeah definitely just finding like walking my dog doing activities with my dog like just anything other than food (laughs) I was a makeup artist for many years that was my other coping mechanism like I would just create with makeup um just other things that I could kind of create something with instead of internalizing everything so yeah that's brilliant. Yeah. And is is your dog okay? You said this morning. <laughs> oh, she's a silly little thing. She has a bad back, and we were playing fetch yesterday afternoon, and she heard it. And then last night, she no, tried no. to jump on my bed, and she heard it again. She's okay. She's just on some pain medication now, so. Yeah. Oh, very, very, very glad to hear that because yeah. we both. We both have doggies, so yeah, we understand. Yeah. We love our fur babies. Yeah, I camped out on the lounge room floor with her last night because I didn't want to have to jump up and down the bed. So yeah, I, I was sleeping out there with her. And I was crying. I was thinking I hate seeing her in pain, not being able to help her. It's awful, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So having surgery younger, um, are you happy with that decision? Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't have it any other way. I guess I don't know different though, right? But also, like, I just think with a lot of things, this is how I consider it. Like, I think this is the age I am now. Do I want to have this confidence now or would I have wanted that when I'm 40 plus, you know? Like, that's how I think about things. That's how I went into my abdominoplasty last year and everything. Like, everyone's recommendation was, you know, wait until after you've had children, wait until you've reached this milestone or this milestone. I just kept thinking to myself, you know, like, this is my life. And do I want to have the freedom, the comfort, the confidence and all of the things that come along with it now? Or would I rather live another 20 years miserable, just kind of surviving and not, you know, thriving with things? So that's kind of how I think about it. I love your mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely love it because and and I totally agree. You know, um one of the one of the reasons why we wanted to speak with with you, Ellie, is because we just really want 
people to start to consider that perhaps this is a really good option for yeah. younger people. I think still at the moment there is um, a little bit of fear, I suppose, around yeah. people having surgery younger. And yeah, lots of controversy. controversy yeah, 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 there really, really is. And I think coming from somebody that was, you know, bigger, is I know how much it impacted me, my, my confidence, my image around my body, you know, like just um, all of those types of things, how, how it affected, you know, intimate relationships and all of that sort of thing. I wish that I had known or had had that opportunity as a younger person myself. And um, I, I just really love the fact that you've been bold enough to take this kind of a step at the age that you are. Um, you're, you can advocate for people that are younger who yeah. maybe even are frightened to say, hey, look, I'd like to consider surgery as an option. Yeah, it's definitely been crazy. Like I've made a lot of, um, I've got quite a few followers on social media and I, I get yeah. messages daily from people, uh, young people that are considering it and want to know how to have conversations with family and how to go about finding a surgeon that's willing to operate, stuff like that, that is is definitely harder to navigate as a younger person because, you know, not everyone has had surgery and knows how to navigate the health system as well. Um, But, yeah, so that's been really rewarding for me to be able to help other people in that way and, like, getting messages from people that are thankful for my help. So, yeah, I'm glad that I've been so open about it and that I have been able to impact anyone. Like, that's something that I'm very passionate about. And, yeah, yeah. And what would you, I mean, I can I can hear it in your voice and I absolutely, <laughs> love, I absolutely love that, you know, we have um, in, like, just in our family, you know, there's some, there's some younger people that have really struggled, you know, with, with um, weight issues and, and things. And I suppose it's probably a bit different for us because there are so many people, you know, within our circle that have gone down the path of surgery. But what would you say to mm. a parent that's listening to this podcast? What would you, what would you say to them if they're, you know, sitting on the fence um, about this, this surgery for their child? I would say, like, obviously everyone's circumstances are different, but I would say that, like, what what is there to lose? What is there to lose? That's how I looked at it. And kind yeah. of my parents too. I had no quality of life. Yeah. <laughs> I was so depressed. I barely yeah. left the house. I didn't socialise. And I was kind of at a point where, you know, I either did it or... I was just going to continue on a cycle of continuing to gain weight. There was not going to be any chance of me taking charge of it without weight loss surgery. So it was kind of a very black or white mentality for me. Um, And yeah, from a parent's perspective, um, I guess I have parents as well that have struggled with their weight their whole lives too. So they definitely were empathetic and like you had the same experience of, you know, seeing it from the perspective of what they were like as teens and when they were younger and they didn't have this option. So they wanted to give me all of the options. 
so I would just say like there's not much to lose if you're already at a place where you feel like you're kind of at a dead end then um yeah I can't recommend it enough but again everyone's circumstances are different so yeah and how would you what what would you say to a parent who isn't sure about how to talk to their their child about it you know because yeah i guess we have some parents that are sort of scared to yeah. upset or who don't don't want their children to feel any type of judgment yeah. or or shame or anything but they just concerned i suppose for yeah. their health would you would you as you know, consider you an expert in this field for your yeah. age group. Um, would would you suggest that it is something that you should wait for the for the child to bring up, or do you think that it's okay for a parent to gently broach that subject? What's what's your views on that? Um, I think it depends on the child. It depends what yeah. you've spoken Agreed. to your child about in the past. Yeah. I have had a very open relationship with both of my parents yeah, and um, and so weight and dieting and my health problems, that's been on the table for many, many years and something that we've spoken about as a family often. Um, so it was kind of just natural for us, I guess, to talk yeah. about because nothing's really kept quiet in our house you know what I mean like it's not something yeah. we tiptoe around um but yeah, yeah, yeah it wasn't it wasn't like a conversation where mum just said you know you should do this it was a you know we really care about you we can see you're struggling um yeah. well, and I just want you to know that this is something that we would support you in yeah what a what, what a beautiful way to put it I think that that's very wise yeah so I would just say to parents to be be open be yeah. open with with your children. Maybe not go straight into the weight loss surgery thing if you haven't had a history of talking about weight or health yeah. problems with them in the past. Um, probably start with having little trickle conversations about other things before you jump straight into having a conversation about weight loss surgery. But yeah, I wouldn't push it on anyone. But just talk openly about it as an option, I guess. Yeah, I think that that's, that's really brilliant. Really, very, very good. And who um, is it okay for us to ask who was your surgeon? Uh, Dr. Ian Martin at the Wesley in Brisbane. Okay, awesome. Yeah, that's, that's a rarity that's too because really it was wonderful. so hard to find a surgeon that would operate underage. <laughs> I was 17. Yeah. So we rang around and all, every time the receptionist would just say, Yeah, no, come back when you're 18. Yeah. And also. <laughs> and then, yeah, so, I mean, we even know that some hospitals um, even do have, you know, very stringent criteria around that as well. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's just it's important, I think. And thank you for sharing who the surgeon was yeah. because it's so important for people to know where to go. Yeah, I think it's a case by case thing with the surgeons too. Yeah, I don't. I hate that black and white mentality that some of them have about you know wait until you're eighteen. Well, I was having major health problems at seventeen. Like it's not yeah. like I should should wait another year to have it. I should have had it when I was wanting it. Um, and that's how he looked at it. Was you know you're having these issues now. Let's go on get on top of it now. Let's not wait. You know. 
fabulous so, that he was willing to do that. I, yeah, yeah, massive shout out to yeah. Dr. Martin. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's brilliant. Yeah, I yeah. really, really love that he was willing to go down that rail. Yeah, it's yeah. excellent. Yeah. I was nervous because I was just scared they were going to say, go away and try again on your own. Oh, <laughs> I was like, gosh. I've been doing this my whole life. I don't want to do it on my own anymore. Yes, we've been we've been on, on that merry-go-round. Can we yeah. please get off here? Yeah. yeah. So how, how do you think your health is going now? Besides um, look, the butt, obviously. Yeah, look, it's hard with me because I have pre, a pre-existing condition that's going yeah, to be yeah. lifelong. Um, but it's definitely helped. Like my condition makes me dislocate all of my joints multiple times a day. And so obviously having weight on puts more strain through every one of my joints and can cause like a lot of soft tissue injuries. So obviously in the long run, being a lower weight is going to take the strain off of the rest of my body, um, and stop those issues, hopefully from worsening <laughs> so yeah, yeah it's definitely been a benefit for my health i can't say it's done anything bad other than the reflux so yeah yeah well it sounds like it's it's given you the the ability to you know be out be active and and how's it been for you socially like oh yeah socially it's done wonders i can't even i hit my goal weight like a month after i turned 18 oh, i love it that's so, so good. i was I was able to like, and this wasn't me beforehand. Like I was so antisocial. I was very much just my immediate circle, but yeah, definitely able to feel comfortable enough to put myself out there and meet new people and yeah, just go out and socialize without having that um, added layer of lack of confidence. Like I was at my peak confidence when I was 18. So yeah, my poor mum, my poor (laughs) mum. Good and bad, yeah, that was, but yeah, overall. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually really, really love that and that it hit right then, like the, the goal weight, you know, you, you hit your yeah. goal weight, you're 18, you can go yeah. out, live your life. I could, wear, I could wear things that I never thought about wearing before. I'll look back yeah. now and think, Jesus. But, <laughs> yeah. No, but, but look... That's all. That's all just part of it, isn't it? Yeah, I well, think exactly. I'm so glad I have that now. Like I always think, if I hadn't have lost the weight, would I have still, you know, would I have not ex- been able to experience those things, and would I have still just kind of stayed in my own little bubble and not put myself out there? I wouldn't have had the experience I've had now. Um, I feel like I just, yeah, I'd, I'd have a completely different attitude and everything if I hadn't have experienced those things at that age. So yeah, I look well. I mean, I can say for myself, I was a, I was a bigger girl when I, when I graduated year twelve, and I actually yeah. avoided schoolies because of it. I yeah. go out because of it. I definitely stayed in my little bubble. So yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just so happy to hear stories like yours where people just are out there living their best lives. Yeah. It's yeah, just it's so awesome. And, yeah, and, and I always think like, others. Pardon? And inspiring others. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly what I want to do. I just think if you can help anyone 
you know, not struggle the way you've struggled, then why wouldn't you? So hundred percent. So how about how about you tell us um what, what your socials are so that people can follow you. Yeah, so um, most of my posting about weight loss surgery is on TikTok. I make a lot of short form videos um, talking about my journey. So that's Ellie Baxter 03. Um, awesome. And then my Instagram is Ellie Baxter underscore. Um, but yeah, I post a lot in your Facebook page. Well, I have in the past when I was younger. So. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll include those links in, in the episode description as well. Yeah, because we. We really, Ellie, we just absolutely love everything that you stand for and we really want people to know that weight loss surgery is good at all ages. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.